All right, welcome back to the Music with Map podcast. I'm Wes. And I'm John. And today we are going to have a great conversation with a good pal of ours, um, somebody who works in the industry, uh, lots of experience uh, from an audio engineering background. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And um, without further ado, why don't we just kick it on over to you, my friend? Hey, uh, what? <laughs> that's not really how I talk. Um, so yeah, introduce yourself and then maybe just like, uh, in a nutshell, if you want to just sort of tell the folks what it is that you kind of do in the day to day with your, with your work. Sure. Um, my name's Gavin Wheelahan. I'm a Toronto based composer and sound designer and audio engineer. And, uh, I work on a bunch of random things, but more recently I've been focused on like post-production for TV and film again after straying away from it for a few years and actually just started a new company called megafauna sound which is uh uh, basically just a audio post-production facility for narrative projects like tv and film and um yeah i don't know what else what else do you want to know no, that's great. We just needed the the plug for your business. I think that's it. I think <laughs> cool, I'm out. Yeah, awesome. wrap, wrap it, wrap it. Uh, no, uh, appreciate you coming to hang and, and chat with us, man, for sure. My and uh, look forward to, yeah, again, like learning a bit more about uh, the ins and outs of what you do. Obviously, you just touched on that. But uh, before we get into that, actually, um, Wes and I usually when we are when we're running groups or anything like that, doing our music programming, uh, we always like to kick it off with an easy one for you. Okay. Oh, there's going to be some hardball questions later. Well, maybe. Yeah. Yes. All right. Give me your easiest. I know we talked about audio engineering. This is actually going to be straight politics. And, nice. Um, if you want to even give us your insight on like how you feel about vaccines, for example, that would be great too. Sure. Yeah. yeah you yeah. got it. Yeah. Like no nothing. Nothing screams audio engineering like opinions on politics and vaccines. So yeah. that's that's why we. And it here. would be my pleasure. Great. I think the world needs more opinions. About that's right. Politics. Yeah. And actually, I'd rec- if you haven't done this already, I'd recommend getting like a social media page started so that you can really let other people know what your opinions are because I can almost guarantee like that people will refer to them as though they're just and, hard science. And like if I do that, people aren't going to argue no. with me. It'll just be like civil conversation mostly. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's out. a great thing about that platform. It's not divisive at all. It's not, um, it not, you'll have none of that. It'll just be so well received. I'm ready. Yeah. And just absolutely revered by the scientific community as well. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so look into that, you know? I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it sounds like a great place you guys are it talking does. about. Yeah. It I sounds know. like an open discussion yeah. sort of heaven, you know? That's like right. A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so basically, we're going to try to emulate that with this podcast as well. Yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> no, but uh, Wes already knows the question. So, you know, let's just check in for some. What do you listen to? You've been listening to anything cool lately? Like, and maybe we should specify perhaps more on like the personal level and maybe like outside of work. Or yeah. you could say if well, it's something work related, I guess. So I did a, a throwback on the way here because I was thinking about you because I've known John for a very long time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, Queens of the Stone Age. And I listened ah. to, uh, I think, one of the greatest rock albums of all time, which is. Um, songs for the deaf on the yeah. way here, mm. and uh, <clears throat> but lately I haven't listened to that in a long time. Mm. Lately, I have been listening to. Um, there's an artist called O Seven O Shake that I like a lot. That just released a new record that is produced by Mike Dean of Kanye West fame and a bunch mm-hmm. of other things, uh, which is very cool. I think it's called Wet or something. Um, and I've been listening to 
I listened to a lot of One O Tricks Point Never. Do you know who that is? He's mm, like a no guy. His cool real name, name is Daniel Lopatin or Lopatin. I don't know if he pronounces it the French way because he's American, but um, he did like the soundtrack for a bunch of Safdie Brothers movies, like um, Good Time and uh, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Hmm. And, uh, <laughs> nice. And uh, but. Prior to that, and also post that, he makes his own music, and it's just such beautiful. It's like futuristic, um, sort of. Uh, yeah, it's just really futuristic music, but very melodic and and really like emotional, beautiful music. So mm, cool, it's cool. You should check it out. That is very cool. Yeah, um, and interesting. Always interesting to hear. Like, especially, and I know, Wes, you can relate to this too. You know, Wes, Wes definitely comes from like the audio engineering background as well. And mm. I think that, you know, one thing that we've talked about and one thing I've definitely heard you say is sort of just like a general appreciation for sound mm-hmm. and, oh, man, and, yeah. and then how that plays into the music that you listen to as well. <clears throat> Big time, yeah. Um, yeah, and so... Um, it can so, like... Sometimes people say it's like, oh, it must be so hard to listen to music without picking it apart and it can like ruin things for me if Mm -hmm. you know if i'm like man that's a good song if only it was mixed well and other people Mm. like oh dude shut up or like i've had entire live shows ruined because i'm like who the fuck is mixing this or or, like generally i hate toronto venues for their sound right but it's also like it's a thing that makes me appreciate music more and just the world more because i'm thinking about how sound is working and interacting and it's like a really cool thing that your your brain can like attune to if you want to and i think anybody Mm -hmm. can can think that way and suddenly notice new things in music or tv or whatever yeah right it's an interesting like it's an interesting concept in that you say that like i definitely get the live sound thing because you know there is a lot of um there's no right way to do music. There's no right way to mix an album. There's no right way to do sound, but there's some some wrong ways to do it, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, and especially with live sound, there's a lot of different interesting barriers that that uh, people don't always overcome in, in the most effective manner. Um, but even, let, let's let's sort of flip, flip the page back a bit, Gavin. H- how and why did you get into sound engineering or music production in the first place? Mm. Like it's it's, you know, people think about, like you just mentioned, you know, uh, producers working with Kanye West and things like that. Like yeah. when people think about people who produce music, that's where they go to first. But there's a long linear path to get there, right? Like totally. How did you get started? What 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 like kind of clicked and what attracted you to the, this work in the first place? It's funny because like I um, I grew up in a home that was just like music nonstop uh, from as for as far as recorded music being played. I don't mean my parents weren't really musicians although my mom is an amazing pianist um but uh it was more just that my parents listened to such a broad range of music like every every style and i mean like really weird you know ethnic folk music from Mm. around the world um classical music jazz rock and roll blues you know everything so i think that sort of set me up um to enjoy sound you know Mm -hmm. whatever way it came at me and then i got into like playing music uh in school um or even you know i I, my parents taught me to or or sort of encouraged me to to learn violin and piano and things but i wasn't i didn't like doing it and i wasn't very good as a result 
Um, but then I always, they always said, like, what do you want to play? And I said, trumpet. And they were like, here's a violin. And then that didn't work out. And they were like, well, what do you want to play now? And I was like, the trumpet. And they were like, here's a piano. For, you know, because mostly my mom wanted me to like play those classical instruments that right. she loves. <clears throat> and, um, and so I you're like, to... you must not be hearing me very well. I need to set up like a microphone or <laughs> oh, something dude, like that like, so you can actually. One year they gave me a gift for Christmas that was wrapped in paper and it's the shape of a trumpet. So I was like, oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> Come on. Dude, I opened it up. It was a fucking kazoo shaped like a trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I swore. Okay. Um, but is... I was like so mad, you know, because yeah. I was like, take me seriously. And then fast forward to grade six, I think it was. Um, we had band class for the first time and the, or, you know, band or strings. And, right. and there was a day where you could sort of choose an instrument. And I was like, you know, I grabbed a trumpet and it was like, I was immediately good at it. Like, mm. really? I, yeah. I, I could play it day one. Also because I used to do a lot of sound effects with my mouth and stuff. Okay. Right. So buzzing my lips was like something I did all the time to make this like race car noise. So, <laughs> so I was like already really good at buzzing my lips, which you have to do to play trumpet. Right. But it was mostly because I, I wanted it so bad and I loved it, you know? Yeah. And, and I knew, you know, like my hero as a little kid was like Dizzy Gillespie, you know, I was like, mm. I knew the sound of a trumpet so well and I loved this, what it could do. So yeah, I excelled, but fast forwarding again, uh, I kind of, as I got into my teens, I let my, you know, discipline practicing slide and got into girls and partying and things like that. Yeah. You know, like just mm. rock and roll stuff. Yeah, guy. Um, but uh, I always loved making music. And, and there was this point where I was also like a big computer nerd growing up. Like mm. we had computers in our house uh, from when I was really young, like before anybody I knew had a home computer. Our first computer was like, a, the screen was black and yellow. Those were the two yeah, colors. Yeah, right, right. Um, and then, <clears throat> so I, I was like always fucking around with computers. Sorry, I keep swearing. That's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <clears throat> messing around with computers. And uh, I got to this point in my teens where I was like, I love computers and I love music. Mm. How can I make these two things go together? Interesting. But nobody around me was you know knew anything about music production or whatever mm -hmm. so i then embarked on this like incredibly long you know uh what should have been a much shorter journey on how to make music with computers because even the internet was not very right um, good back then to search stuff and so i and just so therefore also sorry to interrupt <clears throat> but like also then the like there's such a proliferation of technology and devices available now to record music from home. Oh my God. When I think about like kids that I know yeah. now or like my friend's kids and how they can just be like, how do you do this? And they just ask the Oracle and yeah. then it's granted to them. It blows my mind. Right. Like when I was a kid or when I was that age trying to figure this stuff out, it was like pulling, you know, teeth trying to get something going. And I started by like, I remember there was this like Microsoft Windows, uh, I think it was just called Recorder or Record, record or something. Mm -hmm. And you could record sounds. And there was a couple functions, like you could add an echo or reverse mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And like one of the things <clears throat> I used to love doing actually, which I highly recommend to anybody out there uh, <laughs> to do, is to record a word, flip it, 
listen to it backwards and then try and emulate it backwards and then and flip, then flip it, it and see how well you did. <laughs> wow. Oh man, it's, <laughs> That's it's a really good game. Uh, and kind of an ear training tool too. Hmm. So that's actually I hadn't thought about that, but like that is that is quite a minute sort of precision for how you would craft the sound. Oh, yeah, because it's like, you know, orange backwards isn't what you think it is. Right. It sounds crazy. We'll have um, to we'll have to splice yeah, that little yeah. clip and play it back. And yeah, see how well it's you did probably there. a swear word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was just for years like trying to cobble together knowledge um and i remember asking somebody that i knew who's like a dj oh it was this guy was it him i might be mixing up memories but i think it was the legendary toronto dj dj Sirius, mm-hmm. who i knew produced music this must have been like 1997 or 98 or something and i said like hey man how do i make beats because i want to make like hip-hop beats you know mm-hmm. and uh and he was like, you need to get an MPC and you need to get, and I like looked these things up and they're like thousands of dollars. Mm. And I was also like, that's a computer, but my computer is a computer. So this computer is more powerful than that computer. So therefore this should be able to do whatever that does. Right. Which in theory is right, but the software didn't exist. Right. Um, so yeah, to answer your question in the most roundabout mm. way, mm. it was just like a matter of you know, it was like an engineering problem. Like I had a problem Mm -hmm. that I wanted to solve and then I just embarked on how to do that. And then over the years, um, you know, I, I learned more about it through, you know, typical channels. Like I didn't end up going to audio engineering school where I recorded John's band's first record or, or no, uh, my first recording of a band was John's band. Right. In like 2003 or something. And it was pretty early for us too. Like that might have been maybe the second record we had ever recorded. Yeah. So Which like... went diamond in five countries. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm actually so surprised that I had enough time free to do this podcast recording because like I, my <laughs> schedule is so swamped. From touring. That, yeah. Touring yeah. from that one record. Just those five countries, though, which are That's right. Vanuatu, <laughs> Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Yes. Not big countries, but they. The diamond sales is what That's matters. That's right. Yeah. Um, Luxembourg, ob- oh, obviously. Oh, funny. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. Myanmar and um, and Kuwait. So I don't know why it is that these places <laughs> the touring. Love... That is the most expensive tour, yeah. Those yeah. Fl- flying to those places. Well, that's why my schedule is so busy. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, thanks I'm just for, on thanks for being time. here today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we awesome. almost zoomed in from the plane, actually, but, you know, I'm happy to be here in person. This oh, is really sick, great. Man. Yeah. It's cool to see you, like... Being down to earth, and by that I mean on the earth. Physically on the earth, yeah. not in the sky, yeah. Because you're not like, you know, like your ego is still enormous. But yeah. Your feet are on the ground, which is cool to see. Thank you. Physically. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah. And, you know, inadvertently that just boosted my ego. So thank you for you're that welcome. as well. Yeah, no yeah, problem. yeah. Um, also, shout out to those five countries if you're listening. What's up? Big up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so happy that you're still listening to that EP from whenever that was, like 2000? I don't know. 2003, I think. Four. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. But there's this like, it, it's it's interesting because it you know you think of the creative process and you just picture, especially when it comes to music, somebody like writing a song, writing words, mm-hmm. playing it, and then they like come to somebody like you and say, okay, record this, and yeah. then they leave, and then you spend hours, mm-hmm. you know, and and from what comes in to what you actually give them at the end of the day, it's just like this whole tedious, frustrating, um, time-consuming process, like. 
and, and inevitably, at least when I first started doing sound, like that was all you do is you just spend hours and hours working on projects for people that don't really know what you're doing or care what you're doing. They just, yeah, want, they just it. want it to sound good. Why yeah. doesn't it like they just want this to sound like something that's on the radio. Right. right? And it's like yeah. you spend you spend like an entire weekend morning to night working on something, send something to the artist and they go, oh, is that that's it? Or Can better yet, they don't say anything. Like, they're just like, hmm. Can you get this to me by Friday? And you're like, sure. And then you do. And then they're like, you don't hear anything back. And you're like, hey, did you listen to that? Like, oh, sorry, man. I haven't listened to it yet. I time. <laughs> you're like, cool. Because I didn't sleep all week yeah, to make yeah, that happen yeah. for you. But whatever. But no, 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 that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's this beautiful like creative process. I mean, earlier you mentioned this that like audio and sound is like an engineering problem for you, mm. right? But there's also this this like fantastic creative element to it where you do get like creative control over somebody else's original material, right? Yeah. And and you get to shape it, right? To obviously they have influence and that's where when you get more and more into the industry and work with bigger bands, there's a producer and there's just more voices involved and kind of guiding at least the sound engineer who at the end of the day, for the most part, is just kind of pushing buttons. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is an, it's an amazing thing that happens when you, especially when you're producing music, you know, like I have to say my, the fact that I do audio engineering now is kind of an accident. I, mm. I was really like a music writer for most of my career and cut my teeth doing like commercial music. So I, I worked for a company called Grayson Matthews for about eight years writing TV commercial mm-hmm. and, and TV show and film music. And um, <clears throat> I was always very insecure about my ability to engineer uh, mix music because it's really hard. It's hard. <laughs> um, and it's also even harder when it's your own music because mm. you just have no subjectivity. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, objectivity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so basically I um, just reached this point at not long ago where I was suddenly like, oh, I guess I'm pretty good at mixing. You know, I was probably okay before that too, but it was like this moment where I just suddenly was like, it was easier for me. Mm. I understood certain things that like, I don't know, just everything sort of gelled very suddenly. Right. Um, and the, the funny thing is that the, the more I do it and the longer I do it, the more I realize that spending hours and hours doing stuff is the wrong way to go. And what you want to do is capture it the best you can at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And like, um, like before <clears throat> the stuff even gets recorded. No, I mean like capturing the recording. Right. Okay. As it's uh, getting played in the moment, like the best engineers yeah. in the world. And like the old school way that it was done was like, what you hear is the record. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like typically when a Motown record was recorded, um, which I, I always use as like a benchmark for like, amazing fucking music like it's yeah. just the so many things came together to make that music good it was like the almost accidental design of the sound studio in hitsville mm-hmm. the players who are just like freaks mm-hmm. um the songwriting freakish and then the gear and and final recording process that they used um but what was amazing was how simple the recording process was. Uh, it was like a lot of the time, very few microphones, just perfectly placed. Mm-hmm. The mixing was actually done a lot of the time, not necessarily in Motown, 
because they started to use more tracks and stuff at that point. But like a lot of like older recording was mixed by how far away you were from the microphone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was like singer here, everybody else over there. And, you know, mm -hmm. drums are the loudest. So they're the furthest away. Right. And then they started doing things like putting a mic over the drums and mm -hmm. whatever. But the point is that like mixing a record was the same almost process as recording a record because mm -hmm. you would get things sounding good in the room and then you're like, all right, hit it. And people would play and there might be some sort of color added in the final stages with an echo chamber or, you know, um, some kind of tape, you know, pushing it hot onto the tape and getting more mm -hmm. saturation or something. But like right. generally what you heard in the room, in the control room was what it was going to sound like. And the longer I've been doing this, the more I realized that we, when you return to that way of thinking, the easier your job becomes, the better the performances mm -hmm. are from the people making it because they're hearing a pleasing thing in their ears and while they're doing it. And there's not a lot of stopping and going and, you know, mm -hmm. so the more I do it, the more I want to work with great musicians who are fast and capable mm -hmm. at what they do. But then also the more I just want to get, nail it in the moment, which is easier said than done. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, there's a, uh, there's like a lot of techniques that you have to learn and use, but or trial and error to get to. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's like the goal for me now is to do what I've kind of heard people say for my whole career, but didn't really understand, I guess, on a like visceral level, which is that you you want to just capture the moment and capture things as faithfully as you can, because if a band comes in and they're like, you know this is what we sound, they're used to sounding a certain way. Mm. And then you twist it all up and make it some new crazy thing. They're going to be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe you, you get lucky and they're open to some new direction, but unless they're asking you for it, um, mm -hmm. you're, you're messing up what they're doing well, you know, what they've come to love about themselves or what their fans love or whatever. Mm. Right. So yeah, yeah. it's an, but nonetheless, all of that stuff, even if it is just throwing up a microphone and keeping it clean and simple mm -hmm. is still a magical aspect to the creation process. And I don't think enough attention or respect is paid to it. And it really bothers me how little people give a, a crap about sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, All right. We're just going to pause the conversation there for the time being. It was super cool to hear Gavin talk about that idea of just capture the moment mm -hmm. like I, I i just love that idea of you know the role of an audio engineer is to like very much be present but at the same time kind of just step back and kind of just capture what it is that that band or artist is just trying to accomplish you know and that's just it um so for everybody listening thank you so much and, and stay tuned for next time when we uh continue the conversation with exactly. gavin part two coming up with gavin so stay tuned for that thanks very much everyone for listening